Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. thousand years old in some of these circumstances and they still have their hair you can still tell that the hair is red um you can still see features on the faces and they look aryan to uh you know the, the person that's describing them in the pdf that we're going through just a fun little thing and um like i said not a bunch of research it's considered a bonus episode for me um you know it's fun anytime uh, i get to talk with ghosts we just kind of shoot the shit and go in all kinds of fun different directions. So I hope that that's what this is for you. And, uh, you know, the full version is available here. I don't have any bonus content for this one. Um, I think Ghost is airing it on his platform as well. And uh, I enjoy talking with the dude. I figured, you know, if we're not going to do a full episode on it, why not get somebody with like a completely different knowledge base than my own? So that's what I did here. Fun, fun episode, though. Um and we also talk about, in the beginning, this phenomena that you may have heard me talking about over at the Master Debaters of comic book characters and cartoon characters with red hair and the similar complexion to these mummies, right? These mummies that are potentially the first humans, uh, this kind of stuff. Why these are being now replaced with black people in live action movies, Right? Don't have a problem with it. No one does. I mean, some people do. Don't get me started. But it's strange. It's strange that you're taking a specific color of hair, uh, arguably a larger minority than black folks are themselves, right? Being the red-haired, blue-eyed people. Um, taking them and and replacing them, essentially. It's, it's just strange. So there's a long, long list. We go through quite a few of them, and it's fun. So... Appreciate your support on this bonus episode. It is the first of the month. Uh, thank God October is done with, actually. I uh, had a lot of weird luck in October. Don't don't like it. Uh, good riddance to Halloween. It's a weird month, man. Um, so, with that being said, I just want to roll into this. If you haven't listened to the episode that I will be posting later after this one, Make sure you check it out. It's with Colorado Dank. It is actually this week's, you know, formal episode. And we talk about this weird AI bot that is like a mix of a sexual friend and also like a demon coach. It's strange. I know it sounds weird, but this is exactly what it is. We talk with this thing a little bit, ask it a couple questions. It gets a little weird with us, but... We uh, go over some former messages that uh, the, you know, buddy that is on that show with me, Colorado Dank, had sent back and forth with this thing. It's just wild. It's really, really strange. So check that one out after this. If you haven't heard it already, I'll be posting it in just a few hours after this one airs. And um, hopefully we'll all have a good Thanksgiving, good Christmas, rest of the year ends out. 
you know, there's no war, there's no diesel shortage, there's none of this shit. Let's just get through it and make it to 2023 in one piece, okay? I know it's a lot to ask these days, but let's just do it. Enjoy this episode with Ghost, follow his work, and um, thank you for continuing to support the show, guys. I'll see you in the next episode. Enjoy it here. Weird, but this is exactly what it is. We talk with this thing a little bit, ask it a couple questions. It gets a little weird with us, but we uh, go over some former messages that uh, the you know buddy that is on that show with me, Colorado Dank, had sent back and forth with this thing. It's just wild. It's really, really strange. So check that one out after this. If you haven't heard it already, I'll be posting it in just a few hours after this one airs. And um, hopefully we'll all have a good Thanksgiving, good Christmas. Rest of the year ends out, you know, there's no war, there's no diesel shortage, there's none of this shit. Let's just get through it and make it to 2023 in one piece, okay? I know it's a lot to ask these days, but let's just do it. Enjoy this episode with Ghost, follow his work, and um, thank you for continuing to support the show, guys. I'll see you in the next episode. Enjoy it here. So, but, but to just the common Joe that's not a threat at all he's not talking about the pandemic he's not talking about elections he's not you know what i mean he's not none of that that's what i'm saying it doesn't make sense it, it would seem like someone like an alex jones would get banned someone that's talking about like cutting edge news when it comes to covid and shit like that like i totally get when those people get banned i don't understand what ha- what happens from from burying you know what they call alternative history. I, I, I tend to think that the history that Matt talks about is a lot more accurate than like what the history channel talks about. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I, I just don't get it. So follow our, our good buddy there. It's great deception. He hosts the Monday night master debaters and allows me to do it with him every week. So uh, it's a shame that people that work hard, get their shit fucked with. And I've had some weird stuff happening over here electronically as well. Uh, because, you know, we're recording this on Halloween. Hopefully we make it past Halloween and you're hearing this, you know, a couple days after. Anything weird going on with you, dude? I had some uh, some really bad uh, internet connections type Zoom interference when I was recording with uh, Dale on Saturday. Uh, just odd. And yesterday I went to, I was hosting uh, the Big Dumb Inquiries uh, for them. And it Zoom was sitting there. It let me in. It booted me out. I came back in. It booted me out. It locked me up. And then finally, got, I don't know, after clearing completely out of it and getting back in, then it was okay. But mm. it's weird electronic shit going on. But when when you ask me, it's hard for me to pinpoint because weird shit happens to me all the, all the time. Like And to the point where I would have overlooked that, I just chalk it up as, oh, okay, that's just shit that goes on and my life but now that you mention other people i'm like well something something's not something's different and then with the dogs um acting the way they were uh and then shane had told me i guess saturday his two dogs got into it pretty hard to the point he had to, he has them separated in different rooms of the house like they they latched on through blood and shit so i was like something oh. something's something's in the air yeah for sure man it was weird uh kim's computer was real fucked up and that's like her livelihood and in a you know roundabout way, mine too. You know, she she brings a lot of support to like my work and stuff too. Um, like you know, same household shit. So like, if if her income goes away for a few days or a week, we're kind of fucked. You know, so 
it, it was weird. Everything just kind of reset on it. And she was able to recover a lot of that stuff. But there's a lot of weird electronic stuff and just a lot of weird vibes in the air. My fucking throttle cable was jacked up in my car. So that's a little scary. I don't know how the hell that kind of happens. My dad's had cars for his entire life. Never had an issue with the throttle cable before. Um, so, yeah, you know, just uh, weird shit uh, constantly. But if this is in November when you're hearing this, we made it through it. So, you know, it's fine. But I wanted to get with you today because, like I said, you talk about this different stuff than I do. And I know that I- I'm sure that this kind of fits in with Alan's Lines of Destiny thing is why I kind of asked you about this. Um, this idea of the red-haired raced people and more specifically, the tribe of Dan, it sounds like, one of the 13 tribes of Israel, um, supposedly the tribe where the Antichrist is going to come from. So maybe this is why, you know, the jokes are there that redheads don't have souls. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know many redheads. Um, Bob is a pretty angry guy. That's really the only redhead that I know in the podcast game. And then on the opposite side, you have Nico's wife, who's very level-headed, it seems. So, well, I don't think Bob is actually red-headed. He's just red-bearded. He's not a redhead? I don't, I've never seen his hair. I thought it was dark. Huh. Maybe he so dyes his beard red. Dark. And now, before I started turning gray, I had a lot more red in my beard. But I never had red hair, just red facial hair. Well, are you part Cherokee? I am not. I am uh, Celt and uh, Czechoslovakian and a little bit of from up in the Scandinavian area a little bit. Well, if you're Celt, so you're a little Irish. uh, Scottish. Scottish. Okay. Well, they got red hair a little Mm -hmm. bit. Um, I mean, it's just an interesting thing that, that I saw. I mean, there's these perfectly preserved mummies from all around the world, really. I mean, China, um, there's some in that Celtic area too, all around the world, just very, very well-preserved mummies with their red and, and strawberry blonde hair still in their fucking skulls. It's wild. I mean, some of these images are really crazy. Um, so I saw this when I was doing some research on the Merovingians and thought, why not talk about it a little bit? Uh, here's some more you and I are just looking at here. This Yuga Egyptian nobleman from 1400 B.C., Father of T, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, T-I-Y, and the wife of Pharaoh Amenhotep III, uh, Yuya's blonde hair and Nordic facial structure have been well preserved by the embalming process alongside his equally blonde-haired wife, Thuya, great-grandmother of Tutankhamun. Um, pretty crazy, dude. I mean, like the, the face is junk on both of these things. But then you still you still see the uh, the blonde hair, and it and it is like a uh, classic kind of strawberry blonde ginger vibe to it. I think um, they look pretty damn good for their age. Yes, if we're talking fourteen hundred BC, yeah, I hope that I look like that when I'm that old. Uh, that's pretty nice. But what what I wanted to get into too, man, was like the just the whole idea of what the red-haired race people could be. Because you see some of these people in cartoons and in comic books and shit, and they're being replaced with another minority, um, a much larger minority, black people. I don't, I don't really understand what's going on here. I mean, what really caused the ruckus was, uh, you know, Ariel 
being replaced with a black girl randomly. I mean, in a very strange way, a lot of people were complaining about that. What were your thoughts on that, man? Because it's it's, it's kind of weird, and she still kind of has that vibe of like a red haired giant, like secret race of people. Because it is a mermaid, after all. Right. Just right. weird. I don't really, I don't really care to be honest. But like, okay, replace it, whatever. To me, I think it's being done more to kind of throw it in your face to maybe purposely piss off certain demographics because they want to keep that whole racism narrative alive. And to me, I don't care. What people don't know, there was freaking black Vikings back in the day, like very commonly known. And you see people now on like social media and they're black and, you know, you know, embracing the the heathen way of life and and getting you know heat for it. And it's like dig into your history a little bit. So I don't know. I I don't really care. Could there have been black mermaids? Sure. If if mermaids really fucking exist, nobody yeah. knows. You know what I mean? I I tend to believe it. I guess it could be a possibility. I look into cryptids and what have you, but I don't know. See cryptids. I've just never been one of my thing. I always just kind of, eh, fuck it, other than maybe Loch Ness Monster. But I don't know. To me, I, I don't really care as long as they keep the story true to the original. You know what I mean? Because even you had in, uh, uh, what was it, uh, the Avengers and, and Thor, uh, the I forget the, the dude's name, but he guarded the, the, the Rainbow Bridge and what have you. And it was played by uh, uh, was it Idris Elba. Yeah, yeah. Idris Elba or whatever. And when I watched it, I didn't think nothing of it. I didn't even care. Yeah. I mean, that that's the thing. It, it makes really stupid people uh, angry. Uh-huh. But I, myself, being somewhat stupid, I ask, like, why? What's the what's the agenda here? Right. It, because it, right. at this point, it's going past filling a quota. Right. It, it, it seems that there are redheaded people in like specifically and and some of these characters are made up. I mean, Ariel, as far as I know, is I mean, there's no mythology behind the Little Mermaid that I know of. Um, I mean, there could I'm sure some fucking nerd out there will tell us like, oh, yeah, it's the story of, you know, they liberated the redheads or whatever. But it's an interesting idea that they're taking this specific, very small minority of people, which may have some sort of link to, you know, Nephilim type people. I mean, the, the, uh, the Aryans and all this shit, which is kind of what the redheads and the blondes with blue eyes represent. Um, Ariel would be representative of a Nephilim with her red hair, white skin. Uh, I think she had blue eyes as well. Why are they replacing all these with black people? It's strange. I'm not saying that black people shouldn't be represented in, in, uh, anything. I mean, obviously everyone should be, but. When you watch these videos on YouTube, you see the comments just filled up with redheads. And they're saying, like, dude, you're talking about representing people. All of our representation is going away. Like, yeah, we don't really care because we're white. I mean, they're literally saying this. We don't really care. But, like, you know, as a redhead growing up, it was cool to see a, a Disney princess with red hair when, you know, the other ones have, you know, brunette, blonde, all that shit. Um, there's this great website, Bounding uh into comics i guess is what this is called um that shows a complete list and i just wanted to run down this real quick before we got into this really cool uh pdf 
that breaks down like the significance of the red haired race talks about all kinds of different comic book characters with red hair that are replaced by black actors and actresses. Um, Cyclone being the first one from the DC universe, big old, beautiful red hair right there. Right. And she, what's that? I said that to flock. (laughs) Yes. It's not bad. No. Now she is replaced by this actress, Maxine Hunkel, I guess. Is this who they're talking about? Um, I don't know if that would be the character here, but uh, I'm trying to see here. It says an upcoming Black... Oh, the Black Adam movie. Yeah. So this is with uh, The Rock, right? Yep. Yep. And being replaced with Quintessa uh, Swindle. Okay. So yeah, Maxine Hunkel is uh, Cyclone in the comic book. I'm not the most educated on comic books, but yes, this actress, Quintessa Swindle, um quintessa does sound like a black name i will say and you know she she's gonna do a good job uh apparently replacing one of these characters it's just kind of interesting to me so you see one um hawk girl is number two looks pretty nice i don't know what hot girl's from do you know hawk girl um thinking that might have been hawk world girl i think might have been dc as well or no Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, I think it is DC. Okay. So, um, yeah, you get Hot Girl, uh, I guess, being replaced uh, with CW race swapped Hot Girl to both Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow. The character was replaced by actress Ciara Renee, a fine looking black dime piece, it looks like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, still another one being replaced. Iris West. Not sure who she is either. Again, just listing these off really quickly for you. Replaced by another black actress uh, in The Flash, I guess. Then you continue going on. Mentioned Zack Snyder there. Did you ever watch... uh, What is that damn movie? The Watchmen. I have not yet. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's such a good... I hear it is very good. I, I just need to find the time to sit down and actually watch something other than fucking documentaries i gotta get out of my fucking comfort zone sometime yeah well hey you know that that, (laughs) that's a it's a really dope movie though um but you have this guy uh jimmy olsen the pal of superman the redhead ginger uh he goes out of his way to help superman any way that he can he's a mortal man but he does a lot to help this guy's replaced by makad brooks uh you know young young black dude again uh just another strange coincidence here. Look at that. I mean, that is a red head on the comic book Superman's Pal starring Jimmy Olsen. So, yeah, dude, um, you get the point here, though. Wally West being replaced. Um, Starfire. That's not bad. I mean, some of these cosplays would be real fun. Uh, Batwoman apparently having red hair as well. That to me. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that cosplay for you. Yeah, here's the, here's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one I was talking about. No, sh- oh, this one. Yeah, April O'Neil. That that's who it was. Yeah, my girlfriend in high school's older sister was named April O'Neil, and and she was a redhead. I wonder if she knew about this at all. Probably not. Um, yeah, replaced with a uh black cartoon character. It looks like 
Um, so that one wasn't fully replaced as far as uh, you know the acting. Yeah, yeah, live action. Um, Electro, and then I mean we're wrapping up here. I just wanted to get the idea across. Commissioner James Gordon um, is replaced in the upcoming Batman film from director Matt Reeves. Which one was this? Was this the one with uh, with um, the Twilight dude? It could have been. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. So, yeah, obviously. And then, you know, the the most obvious example to people who are not comic book nerds uh, would be Ariel, of course. So, yeah, you see this, though, constantly. And it's it's strange. Uh, this girl looks nothing like the original Ariel. Yeah, it's just she is Aryan. Red hair, mm-hmm. blue eyes. Big blue eyes. Yeah. And so, I think she, her bra is like a C cup. Yeah, it's not bad. For a, uh, is that the one too where the dicks were in the the uh, castle behind it on the cover? I, yeah, I think it was that one. It was, yeah, because Lion King had sex written in the sky. Yeah, when he flops down in those flowers. So, I mean, it is. It's just you know, it seems like some more of this uh, history burying type stuff where. You know, let's not represent these red-haired people at all in, you know, modern-day pop culture. Do you get that feeling from it at all, or is it just something you think where they're just trying to make more... They're focusing more on, like, black people feeling represented rather than, like, different white people's hair colors being represented? I think it might be a little bit of both, because redheads are genetically rare. You know what I mean? It's not something that's super common, and maybe that's why there is the the attraction from a male standpoint of view to of of a redhead you know what i mean because they they're not they're not you don't see them every day um yeah. however when i was reading through this and it was kind of mentioning certain things it reminded me and you had mentioned it about alan's work with lines of destiny one of the original creation stories is actually from ireland and it, it wasn't the the Oh, the the Brock saga, as some like to call it, but I would <laughs> call it the Bach saga. Um, it actually came way before that, and that's kind of what Alan was kind of pointing out in in his uh, presentation for it. And and it's weird because then you fast forward. There's the uh, the Red Giant of uh, the Giant of Kandahar that mm-hmm. supposedly our special forces took out L.A. Marzulli, I think did a, a small documentary on it and interviewed some of the supposed soldiers that were involved in that. So it, it's almost like they, they want to get rid of the, the whole red hair race because they might be part of the uh, inferior bloodline that was part of creation. The inferior bloodline or the superior or bloodline? Superior. Sorry. Okay. Superior. Yeah. Not so superior. yeah, the the more powerful uh, more bloodline. Powerful. Well, they don't feel pain supposedly like properly, which is really interesting to me too. Yeah, and they uh, their blood types usually R negative, RF negative, or RH negative. RH. Yep. Yeah, it, it's weird, man. And then you see this again uh, all throughout the world. High, you know, highly, highly preserved mummies. Um, Really from everywhere. I, I mean, there's some images here, um, some from China, some from Egypt, some from more, like you said, the Scandinavian area. Um, where else here? Yeah, literally all around the world. 
And then, of course, you see the same thing with the Cherokees. Um, sometimes you'll see a lot of very white people with red hair or with like, you know, this, you know, strawberry blonde hair that say that they're like half Cherokee and they don't look, you know, like Native Americans at all. They look like lily white, you know, fucking like Aryans, basically. So it's all around the world. And it's for being as rare as it is, they sure cover a, a vast amount of, uh, of our space here. Now, this thing was interesting going through this PDF, which I will post. So, you know, anyone that's interested, you can read through this entire thing. It talks about DNA evidence, mythological uh, evidence, and, and some legends and things like that. Uh, again, a lot of cool images. Goes through some skull information, the shape of skulls, which is a touchy subject. Um, and then, yeah, just all kinds of different things about the red hair race for how small this file is there's a lot of information in here and this was kind of cool you mentioned this when we were texting back and forth this particular set of dna which has to do with aids and how aids uh is absorbed into the human bloodstream i i did i don't remember i don't remember the aids thing well, you, you mentioned it in a text. Maybe I misread it. Uh, let's see here. So, yeah, this DNA evidence of the uh, this was with the alien abduction thing here. And I'm trying to find it here. It's hard for me to skim in this small font. Um, yes. OK, so there are hair samples. Again, obviously, the hair is the thing that we can see what mm-hmm. makes them different. And their hair samples, it seems to show to contain two deleted genes for CCR5 protein and no intact gene for normal undeleted CCR5. The CCR5 deletion factor has been implicated in AIDS resistance. Okay. Now now I kind of remember what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. So what was that? Um that i don't know the the whole age resistance thing kind of sparked my interest because i didn't know exactly what they were going through but maybe it has something to do with the uh the blood type of most redheads being r negative whether it's rh negative or or different variation of r r negative and how that could correlate with wanting to get rid of these people because if you look back at the pandemic most people with rh negative and or red hair and that blood type did not contract the plant the the rona interesting so so maybe these people are a little bit more um susceptible to disease or or i should say susceptible to fighting off disease yes because if you remember the rona had an hiv protein in it supposedly if viruses are real Mm. that's interesting yeah it's weird man yeah these uh these people seem to be kind of bred to uh you know deal with anything that the world's going to throw at them almost in a weird way right i mean not necessarily there's definitely some pussy redheads out there but still you know there's there's people that uh as a whole they seem to be more um you know they they're fit to to live on this planet. Um, I'm gonna ruffle feathers, but maybe this is what maybe Hitler knew a lot about 
about this kind of ancient history and that's what he was going after well yeah dude there is some uh you know when we scroll down a little here further um i'll get to it they talk about the you know the features of these people and it fits right in with the shit that hitler was trying to talk and now what's interesting is he doesn't mention the red-haired race no, as far as we know blue-eyed yeah blonde hair so yeah, man, I don't know, dude. There's so much shit that we don't know about this stuff, but this, this was kind of interesting in what, you know, this led to the, um, you know, discussion of the CCR5 deletion that, you know, making these people more AIDS resistant. I guess in 1992, there was a alien abduction. We find that in Sydney, Australia, an abduction, an abduction experience from 1992 with biological evidence became the subject of the world's first DNA PCR alien abduction related investigation. So, you know, the PCR was being used back in 1992 for this. Um, obviously, Carrie Mullis, you know, the guy that invented this whole thing, mm-hmm. probably would see it more fit to do research in this way using the PCR test. He said that it was not for viruses, but they ended up finding a related investigation yielding intriguing results that have suggested fascinating new lines of investigation and speculation and they show in this file you can get the complete story if you click the link right after that i'm not going to do that because if if you're interested you can do that yourself um but yeah the original dna work was done from the from on the shaft from the recovering uh from an et by the abductee the anomalies were found in the root of the hair Two types of DNA were found depending on where the mitochondrial DNA testing occurs, namely confirming a rare Chinese type DNA in the hair shaft and uh, indicating the rare possibility of a Bosque Gaelic type DNA in the root section of this, um, you know, individual in Sydney, Australia. So weird, right? I mean, the, Very weird. this Bosque and Gaelic shit we'll talk about in a second, too. Um, right down here actually because they have this god uh marie have you heard of this thing because this is kind of like up your alley that's pagan mm-hmm. stuff yep tell me about her a little bit i don't know much well i don't know much about her because she's not it's not more of a, a like a when i when i refer to pagans i i refer more to like uh the worship of odin and and them this one uh is more of a European uh, descent and it, it's it's crazy how they describe her though because she, if you go on to read it it's more like some representatives it's she's like a tree with flames but then it yeah when I first read it I'm like oh so is she a representative of like the tree of life only with flames and then there's other things that you know several other you know a sickle on fire and this and that so it was kind of the first time I really heard of her, but it because I don't I haven't really dived too deep into my heritage from the Scots point of view or and or the the relationship with the, the Irish as well. But it was triggering me and I reached out to Alan to ask him and he said, yeah, I'm familiar with the story. And I was going to see if he could come on. But, it's it, you know, it's a weekday. It's school night. What have you. And he couldn't. But he he kind of explained how he kind of covered this and 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 what have you in lines of destiny so i don't know i i got to 
those pagans in uh, Celtic lore are are neat. I need to look more into them because they're way different than the pagan gods of like Odin and them. Hmm. Yeah, man, they they list a bunch of them on Wikipedia. I was just trying to find the exact because they had like a full list and they were pretty cool, man. I mean, it this kind of stuff is definitely interesting. It's so much easier on a damn phone, though, to see uh, these links. But yeah, I mean, they they have an influence over Spain, France, obviously the United States and Canada. But I mean, uh, you know, this is uh, a huge thing. Let me see if I can find these fucking because it's under the mythology there was quite a few but yeah you mentioned yourself the uh flames around this this marie chick and it's just uh i'll go back to this here yeah it's just kind of um kind of a cool concept that you know this you know when you talk about aliens which was this dna evidence of of you know this guy being abducted and then having some strange you know connections with this dna you talk about aliens representing you know demons or representing like this other kind of shit like that is this kind of where this comes from you think i mean i don't know it's there's a lot of of maybes and possibles here but uh that's i don't mean to interrupt that that's kind of why when i was reading through this throughout the day you know i was multitasking obviously it took me long i'm a slow reader to begin with but it took me a decent amount of the day to re- get get through this this whole pdf and what have you but at one point i said man this sounds like another version of an origin story yeah and when when you when you start reading through the mythological or the myths and legends and what have you and you see the uh the the the, the book of the taking of ireland or Aaron uh, as a was originally called Gaelic and I was just like wow this fits right in and I was sitting there trying because I, I sh- what I should have done is went back and watched Lines of Destiny because it's been well over a year since I've actually talked to Alan about that and yeah. the the stuff that he covers in there is touches on the origins of of humanity and it, and it's crazy. And, and I remember reading through some of this, he, he kind of touched on some of this. And at the time I was just like, Oh, you know, mind blown. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really like quantify what he's talking about in your head until you like, you know, do a little research on your own and, and figure it out. But I mean, even then, you know, you're understanding that the dude's talking about some wild shit. And yes. with this, I mean, they're talking about here, many cases of aerial ships or what they called demon ships at the time. And they're literally, they look like boats. They look like, you know, when we call an aircraft, a flying saucer, a spaceship, it's not, you know, it's not the same ship as this. But maybe, I mean, this is a modern uh, image of what these things are supposed to look like. Flying saucers being ships are actually boat ships in the sky with, you know, actual rows, you know, falling down. This golden boat here is a, a gold ship model from first century B.C., out of ireland that's wild to think that something like this was made in bc Mm -hmm. times um but going back to this mythological stuff right after reading about marie here and i hope i'm not butchering her name is it mari or mary or mary i i pronounced it mari okay 
just that was just me. I could be retarded. So, well, and that really fits in a lot with the uh, you know Virgin Mary. It's just I mean similar spelling and shit. Oh, There's yeah. just so much there, dude. It's it's mind-blowing to like look into this and again we just kind of looked into this briefly but there's just so much here it talks about um it goes on to say here the records from ancient ireland describe a whole series of invasions now invasions they're talking about these golden ships coming in these aerial demon ships as they're referred to the labor gabala Aaron, and i don't know what that is but uh it translates to the book of the taking of ireland Compiled during the 12th century AD describes the coming of the mysterious Tuatha de Danan or the tribe of Danu. What they're thinking here is the tribe of Dan, the 13th tribe of Israel, where the Antichrist comes from. Um, and it says they were apparently tall, blonde or red haired strangers, expert in the arts of pagan cunning, who supposedly interbred with the locals while teaching them many kinds of unusual skills. This is the Nephilim here, right? This is exactly what this is. Yep. And just to touch back on the demon ships, if you look in the Bible, they talk about flying chariots or flying discs of fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty much the same same thing, you know, and where you get ancient aliens saying, oh, well, if you look in the Bible, that's a UFO. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe it is. Yeah. You know? but, you know, the Romans and the Bible was written in uh, in and around, you know, obviously Rome and uh, Israel, what have you. Maybe not Israel at the time, but to them, they knew chariots. Chariots was common. Now, if you jump over to Ireland, Scotland, all up and down through there, boats were very yeah, ships. Yeah. Because that's how they traveled. That's how they got around. So when they'd see something in the in the air flying around, oh, well, that's a flying ship or a flying boat or a flying chariot. So, yeah, that's no, crazy, it, dude. It is crazy. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, when you when you have cultural influence, uh, you know, let's say we, you know, picture yourself living thousands of years ago when you can't communicate, you don't know what's on the other side of that big body of water that you're looking out at, right? You have your own cultural influence. Like you mentioned, the ships, the boats, you're going to see a chariot and you're not necessarily going to call it that unless the people that have those chariots tell you that's what it is. You're going to call it like a land ship or like an airship. If, if you see something flying in the sky, a plane even. You'd be like, holy shit, look at that airship or, you know, like, who knows what you're going to call it, but you're not going to call it what this other culture calls it. Every culture throws their own shit at what they see. That's why, like you see these, uh, you know, dragons in different cultures, they could have seen some big bird flying in the sky and, you know, just kind of equated it to some something that they see on the ground. I don't know. I mean, it, it, that's what's kind of tough to know exactly what all this stuff means, but. Looking at this boat, this uh, this gold ship model from the first century B.C., and this is kind of what they're saying is what they were seeing in the skies. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it looks like a literal boat with a sail and everything. So um, kind of cool, man. This this may have just been what their mind saw. And then when they're recreating it, that's what they make. But it could have looked more like a UFO. Or who knows? I mean, a flying saucer or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is crazy because, like like I was saying, if you read... Well, maybe I wasn't saying, but if you if you when I was reading over this, I mean, 
they even went into uh, to talk about how uh, at some point this this tribe went on to to introduce the wheel to the to the Chinese culture and and what have you like I was just like wow you know kind of always thought I mean I never really knew where the origins of the wheel uh, came from but if you what we're taught in history I mean the Chinese were usually pretty ahead of uh, most people back then you know developing gunpowder and and different you know fighting techniques like that so it to to be introduced to a wheel was like okay that that that's strange but fascinating at the same time well yeah i mean you got to think about too how much society flourished after the invention of the wheel so it's it's definitely a significant thing so um i mean it's wild dude you know we left off you know you can bullshitting about these ships and you know what the what the significance of the shape is i mean you know, they even with UFOs, they talk about the cigar, uh, the Tic Tac. I mean, all these things. These things could all look like this boat, right? So, again, depending on what your cultural influence would tell you this thing looks like, you would just paint that picture in your head. And it's got to be somewhat traumatic. If you're seeing these things floating in the sky, it's traumatic on a low level, even if they're not attacking you. And then your mind's just going to kind of like regurgitate some bullshit back to you. And it's going to tell you that it looks like whatever makes sense. Now, um, according to mythic tales, it says about this Tuatha de Danan, um, they were advanced enough to arrive in Western Ireland. So again, going back to the idea that maybe, you know, civilization started in Ireland. Um, they came here by air. And they divided into two social classes, the first being gods as teachers of medicine, smithing, communication, or druidry. And then the second would be non-gods as farmers or shepherds. I wonder if there was any episcopals in this whole thing. That is, that, that's a good question. I was wondering the same thing. Yeah. But I was also wondering, um, where do we always hear that smithing came from? Tubal Khan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here it's saying they taught them how to smith which is blacksmithing and, and you know forging weapons out of you know metals and what have you so it, i don't know that 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 stuck out i was like ooh, okay yeah man um again going back to their appearance it talks about how these people had uh they were very tall good looking people with light skin pale skin high foreheads um long red hair and large blue eyes it's funny that the high forehead thing was an attractive thing back then. And now it's not, I mean, you know, now you want like a low hairline um, mm -hmm. similar with this, this piece that they have here of this really fat chick, right? I mean, this looks like a obese woman. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the earliest uh, art of the woman from Willendorf, which we'll go back. This is present day Austria dating back from three thirty thousand BC three zero comma zero zero zero. Uh, this is fucking crazy to me. Late paleo. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, I didn't, I couldn't de decipher whether those were boobs or arms. I think that they're boobs and then the arms are like welded down to nothing. But if you look at the head too, it looks like a fucking lizard. Uh huh. Yeah. Like scales. Yeah. So it's weird. I mean, you see plain as day, the belly button, the fat belly, the fat thighs, um, almost like it's standing on its toes. 
and then you know massive boobs on this thing and then uh you know either the arms are you know welded down or maybe they're not there at all i don't know it's it's weird looking for sure but you see other things in peru again all over the world um i wanted to go back up to where i was here um do we miss anything in this section that that stands out to you um where was it uh da, 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 da. we were right here the they, the gods and the non-gods yeah they touched about they touched on that uh blonde-haired woman in 1957 abduction of antonio via boaz which mm. things are blocking my way of reading here but she also had uh red ha- uh body hair which was pubic hair she seems uh remarkably like Peter's female visitor, of which the DNA testing was done in the description of Iru. So this is the guy that they're talking about above with the the yeah. uh person that was uh you know the the hair samples were taken from and shit in nineteen ninety two, if I'm not mistaken. Again, th- this is just it's a lot of uh you know, I, we're I, we're putting a lot I of theories out there. Yeah. This article or PDF it did kind of it, it jumped all over the place when it got into this section because it was like it was referring to this that happened in 1957. And then if you read down further, they're using the PCR test to, um, you know, test this DNA. And then you have this uh, a, a Sydney man, this Peter. Corey. Corey. Uh, yeah. In 92. And then it jumps ahead if you if you go down and it talks about the african pygmies and the aborigines and then um then i think it gets into the chinese if i'm not not yeah yeah like kind of just it i don't know it went all over the place it was kind of hard to follow like there was a lot of good information but it was like okay where where and why are you jumping all over the place with this How, how is this making sense well i think that it's because these people are are what the point that it's trying to make is that these people are all over the place austria peru egypt china uh clearly the north american uh areas as well i mean peru obviously but i mean like north america i should say the americas but yeah just north america more specifically it's everywhere all these people are all over the place it doesn't mention anything about Antarctica, of course, because, you know, the more research I've done, the more I'm realizing Antarctica seems to be a, a complete composite of, you know, everything out there. You know, they're constantly changing how Antarctica looks. Um, did I say Africa or Antarctica before? You said Antarctica. Okay, good. Yeah. So Antarctica just looks like a, it's, it's not even there. Right. So. At least that's my opinion. But yeah, what you're talking about here and why it's jumping all over, like I said, dude, I think it's just literally saying that these people are all over the place. I mean, you know, there's no real race when it comes to these people. They're, 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 I don't know. They, they, they almost transcend race. It's kind of interesting. And when you know that like any, any group of genes can have a red haired kid, mm-hmm. like it's, it's a, I think it's, what do they call it? Recessive. A recessive recessive gene. gene. Yeah. So like you can have two Mexicans and they can have a red haired kid. That's Mm -hmm. very rare. I mean, you see that with blue eyes too. Um, so I mean, red hair, blue eyes. This is definitely, there's something to that for sure. Now what? Not sure. But, um, 
what's this Chinese section here? There was a strange anomaly of it being blonde. Okay, that was not what I was trying to get into. Rare Chinese mongoloid type, one of the rarest human lineages known that lies further from the human mainstream than any other except African pygmies and aboriginals. So this is what you're talking about. Um, the mongoloid type, though. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Obviously referring to like some deformed person. You're muted. Yeah, the mongoloids were uh, the Mongols. Okay. And what they're referring to is this abduction case in 92. Uh, they go on, okay, you can click on strange evidence and what have you, and it'll bring up a, a whole list of things. We don't need to do that. The The listeners can do that. Okay. As, as well, with whichever, because I didn't. Um, but the original analysis confirmed the hair from from someone who is biologically close to normal human genetics, but of an unusual racial type, a rare Chinese mongoloid uh, type, one of the rarest human lineages known. That lies further from the human mainstream than any other expected African pygmy or aboriginals. So everybody always says we all have a small part of Mongol in us because Genghis Khan supposedly had sex with so many people from all over the world, you know, whatever. Yeah. But yet at the same time, it's supposed to be super rare. So, you know what I mean? It was, it was interesting. And why this hair that they found. And when we're saying hairs, they're saying these hair samples were from the actual alien itself. Mm. Like, um, and, and I, I don't know if it was earlier in the article or, or later, but what they were getting at is they, they, they found a case where someone was uh, kidnapped. And when they, they found her that they started looking for DNA, like under fingernails and stuff like that to see if they could pinpoint, you know, modern, modern day. That's how they do it. See if they can pinpoint, you know, who the killer was or the kidnapper or whoever. And this guy had some of these, you know, leftover uh, hairs or whatever. Uh, I forget what there, there's a fucking name for it. I, I'm drawing a blank on it, but that's what they did. They they went in and they tested it. And that's the 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 weird thing is that's what it came back with was that rare lineage of Mongoloid Chinese type uh, classification. Hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, dude, it's it's see this part that I'm reading on as you're talking reminded me of this section right here about like intelligent man, right? Like they're they're claiming here that some people actually say that intelligent man has been around for over a billion years, which is definitely not out of the realm of possibility. I don't think, especially when you're going to try and say, well, what is man? Like what is humankind? Did we, you know, come from these other beings uh, that potentially live in inner earth? According to this, I'm not talking about like the hollow earth versus flat earth debate. I'm just talking about what this is presenting. Um, do they live in outer space as well? Are there versions of us walking around on other planets? It's interesting to think about for sure. But what this says, let's see, this part that I was going to read here, how far uh, does intelligent man go back? Some claim over 1 billion years, maybe even further. 
But in order for us to do an intelligent study, we need to throw away the myths of our preconceived evolution. Lucy was not on man's evolutionary scale. Evidence show, and Lucy was one of the, the mummies that's in this thing. Lucy was an ape. She was just a uh, Java man, just as the Java man was. Although these two examples have been proven as a hoax, some do not want to recognize their mistakes and still go on in search of the, quote, missing link between them and man. I don't know, man. I I definitely think that uh, humans could have been around for billions of years at this point. Uh, none, None of this stuff's out of the realm of possibility for me. Oh, no, not at all. And it actually goes on to to talk about whether we could have been this race could have been Palladians uh, even at some point. A, a tribe on Mars that came down from that came here and, and migrated from like north, like north to south. And then some came from, you know, uh, uh, Venus or Saturn and not just the anunnaki but there was a couple others that that were named that that are kind of familiar in the conspiracy uh world of you know where we kind of came from or whatever star people and this and that and it went on to say that that we were actually created by these people as a slave um mining type of uh creation and Mm -hmm. something happened and that goes on back to the Anunnaki, you know, okay, they, they created us because they needed someone to, to do all this mining and this and that, yada, yada, yada. And then at some point we got too big and there was more of us than them and we overthrew them and here we are today. So I don't know. It's kind of, it's fascinating, but at the same time, it, it it's kind of hard to wrap your head around a lot of this. Yeah, I mean, it is. It definitely is kind of a, a tough thing to look into. But with this yeah, club, yeah. with this uh, tribe of Dan, do you, you find something? Yeah, although there may be other off, off-worlders off out there, it seems most likely, yeah, most likely as candidates to the intelligence behind the crafts we see to be seeing most beside, oh, hold on, I got to move this, uh, our governance black ops projects would be all right would be the race historically called the gods under a variety of names depending on upon religion or geography would be such terms as anunnaki elohim nephilim watchers uh to 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 danan and the like so yeah it, it was just kind of interesting that they kind of grouped them all together and kind of compared the same theory. Yeah. Well, that's what we're talking about with the damn shapes of the crafts. You know, it, like you're going to call these things, you know, the, the Tuatha de Danan, the, you know, Elohim, the Nephilim, based on what your influence is, your cultural influence. So, yeah, dude, it, it is, it is, uh, <laughs> again, just a weird bunch of, of, you know, data points here that for me kind of tell us that, that, you know, a man's been around longer than we thought, you know, especially intelligent humans have been around quite a bit longer than we thought uh, up here. It mentions, you know, the Roswell crash um, and how NASA's formed 
and all of this shit. I don't really see exactly what that has to do with the red haired race and like our origins, other than the fact that NASA would be intentionally trying to cover up our origins so that we don't really know anything about anything. They're there to, you know, throw these massive numbers around and these statistics that no one can prove or disprove without having the access to the knowledge that they have access to, which they've smothered intentionally since their inception in the forties. Right. Um, It goes on to to talk in that line uh, about the, the NASA being formed uh, was speculated that our discovery of alien artifacts on Mars, the moon and Venus was inevitable. Yeah. So you talk about Mars. There are those supposed pictures of the pyramids on Mars. And there are some documentaries out there that talk about the first. Uh, um, you talking about Sidonia on Mars? That's no, not 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 Sidonia. But when when the government was in into uh, remote viewing, there was uh, I was just watching a documentary last weekend on it, and he was one of the first uh, military members to be tasked with remote viewing. And at one point, they gave him these coordinates. And he remembered seeing these big pyramids and he talked to this person that, that was there and was getting ready to, well, had like its child or, or someone in like a capsule type thing and was getting ready to send it off. And, and he goes, well, what is going on? And he's like, and, and the being said to him, you know, uh, our civilization is ending here. We need to move to another planet. And when he's, kind of remote viewed back out or astral project whatever you want to call it um he realized he was on mars and they were you know pushing this this pod or whatever to earth and then he he went and after that handed the coordinates to to somebody in in like the military and they're like yeah here's the pictures and it showed the the pyramids on mars and it was just like oh shit so i mean that's if you put a lot of credibility behind remote viewing and and all that. How do you feel about remote viewing? I think I it could be possible. I think it could be possible. Yeah, I don't put it out of the out of the realm, especially with psychedelics. You could probably tap into something pretty crazy there. And our mind's way more powerful than we give it credit for. Not mine, but no, yeah. mine. But the average think, human mind. Yeah, I think if we actually tried or or had some some way of okay now they're going to mention yahweh and the bible and the virgin mary and the corn mother and angels and what have you but uh we we could do great things you never know well dude that's what's interesting about some of the research i was doing and what like made me stumble onto this was looking into the merovingians and they talk about the tribe of dan and how mare and I, i mentioned this in a couple episodes up to this point and it's going to be brought up over and over again in my shows um for like the the short future it's not like i'm shifting into talking about this constantly but they and i want to also read about the music and the the principle of magic within music here and harmonics and stuff real quick after this but they talk about um in in a lot of the research that i was looking at the merovingians being a demonic bloodline but then they also tell you that jesus comes from this bloodline so it's kind of fucked up if you're a christian and you're trying to find out about Jesus's bloodline, which a lot of people also would say is the Holy Grail and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Mare 
in the Merovingian or Merovinian as, as Susan Bradford was pronouncing it. Um, Mer means sea and then Vere from Merovingian, uh, means monster, like you usually werewolf or dragon. So you get sea monster out of this thing. And King Merovie of the Franks was the one that, uh, started the, uh, the Merovingian bloodline coming from this tribe of Dan who come out of Israel. Then they settle. I think they go to Egypt and then Ukraine and then Ireland. And then like they spread out from that point. So it's kind of interesting that Ukraine comes up in this discussion when, when you're talking about where this tribe, this 13th tribe where the antichrist is supposed to come from stems from, they're going to all these different places and Ireland's just kind of shit on. Right. I mean, Ireland, no one really gives a fuck about Ireland. It, it's had it's a very unlucky, unfortunate history that they have. There's not much glamour to their history at all. I think that the most exciting thing about their history is the potato famine. They don't have anything there, man. You know, Ukraine is similar. Um, You have a lot of Nazis coming out of there. The Great White Brotherhood, a lot of mm-hmm. fucked up shit coming out of there. And then, of course, Egypt glamorized in in history. And then Israel, of course, you know, they tell us that this is where man started, basically, is in this area, right? So, or either that or, uh, like, the Iraq area. So it's just kind of... Don't mean to interrupt, but later on, towards the end, they actually kind of touch on coming the how humanity supposedly came out of Africa and spread around, how they found proof that 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 isn't even true. Mm. which okay. kind of blew my mind but well no i mean it's interesting dude i all, all this mm-hmm. stuff is kind of cool um i wanted to read briefly here i mean this whole last section could be read really but i don't want to bore people by just reading they talk about the moon and mars and venus like you said finding artifacts and all this shit but referring to the Danan, um the the people uh, from this weird tribe they themselves are reported to be ar- aristocratic race of hunters, scientists, and poets, preferring their privacy and able to make themselves invisible, but keeping touch with the human race, having fought wars of their own in the past. I'm assuming it's trying to say, says Pat, um, having fought their own wars in the past. They are opposed to them now. Um, their architecture is a marvel in mathematics and engineering beyond their own capacity to do anything more than appreciate. So this gets into those old buildings and shit that not to do a callback, but the great deception talks about these. What were these old buildings used for? A lot of them have been destroyed and a lot of them are under our feet, but these buildings aren't built so immaculately just for, for looking at it. It seems like there's harmonics involved here. There's healing properties to these harmonics involved. Well, when you get into the the music and the harmonics, you're going to call back to your episode with Chaz on B theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they touch on uh, possibly using music and harmonics to move maybe human sized uh, objects, if not bigger. And obviously, there is restrictions or whatever. But there's lots of talk in in this weird realm that we we play around in that okay maybe maybe they did use sound and music to levitate these blocks to make the pyramids or you know move 
grand, huge pieces of earth, you know, and make the pyramids. Yeah, like like the pyramids and and many other megalithic, uh, you know, structures that are found around the world. It, 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 when when I saw that, I was just like, oh wow. Well, and then you know, with the frequencies and shit like that, I mean that that gets into some crazy medicine and all this stuff. But it says here, you know, continuing on with the Danonites, I guess, um, and that might not even be what they're called, but that's just what I'm calling them right now. Uh, I don't think they need to be respected that much if the Antichrist is going to rise out of this tribe. I I don't really care that much about offending them, you know. No. But music is their principal magic, meaning the controlled use of the sound waves, harmonics to lift and move massive objects possibly up to and including planet-sized bodies. Think about that. Planet-sized bodies mm-hmm. could be moved with their music and their harmonics through the techno- technology probably has it oh i'm sorry though the uh technology probably has its limits their megaliths serve as uh, a variety of functions being used for geodic markers um which i'm assuming is like a uh like a landmark type situation um recorders of mathematical measurements observatories and in some cases as military strongholds at least at one time so, yes, this gets into a lot of those old, like, when you see a mountain that looks like it could have been a building before, maybe that's actually the case, right? It's kind of kind of cool <laughs> to think about. Let's see here. What else we got? And we talked about Yahweh in the Bible. I mean, dude, it, there's a lot here, man. Um, Again, it, it there's a lot, but it's more, like you said, it is like, you know, it's going to, you're going to have to, if you want to get the full picture, you got to do a lot more research on it. This was just kind of meant to do a discussion. I mean, we both had an off day. Figured, why not, you know, just shoot the shit about some weird shit like this. Um, But, yeah, this whole thing starts off talking about the Silk Road. Um, Yeah, it's just kind of cool, man. Mummies seen all around the world, preserved. And a lot of these had honey with them, which was still edible. I mean, you know, that's what's wild is... There's so much that we don't know uh, about so much. What is this first guy, too? A Tacarian man with red blonde hair. His clear European features still visible after nearly 3,500 years in his desert grave in China. If you click on the image, it should enlarge it. Dude, yeah. It doesn't look like he's 35,000 or 3,500 years old. No. Like, not even the clothes on him have decayed. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's like, okay, he might have died, what, maybe five years ago? Something like that? It, 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 it's crazy. I mean, the body, if the body was just left outside, this is a four-day-old body, five-day-old body. Yeah. He's, right? In the elements. This is It's crazy that it could be preserved that well, that long. So like, yeah, what were these guys doing? Are these, you know, remnants of, and like that, that's definitely one of the better ones. But I mean, even this one, dude, the, mm-hmm. if it'll load all the way, um, I mean, you can still see features. It doesn't look. Still has a mustache. Is that what that is? That's what it looks like. I thought it was a girl. I assume because. Oh, long... yeah, maybe it is a girl. Well, it's got two braids. Yeah, pigtails. Yeah, it is a girl. Yeah, this was a, a blonde girl. That's become a tourist attraction in, uh, I forget where. So Celtic cloth. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, man. It's just, it's, it's fun. It's fun to look at. They even can kind of tell you what the person might've looked like back in the day. This one looks like she might've been kind of hot. If it actually pulls up, my computer's running like shit though, but you know, fun to, fun to speculate. She For sure. I, I would have preferred the thicker lips, but she, she could have been a hottie. She could, she could have been. been. She could have been. Well, that one was found with a, uh, was it a, a pot? Yeah, a, a bowl, and it had the swastika on it. Mm. So this is before the Nazis were around, though. Oh, completely before the Nazis were around. So, ah, uh, man, maybe that's why they call themselves the Third Reich. Um, there was two others before him. That's interesting, man. I don't know, dude. It's just one of those things that uh, I figured, why not get on and fucking talk about it a little bit? I thought it was so interesting. I know nothing about it. Why not just speculate? Have a speculative episode, right? I love speculation. Speculating episodes. Speculation is that speculation? Yeah, <laughs> your pick. I'm retarded. Yeah, man. No, it's it's it is fun to talk about though. Um. What else you got going on? We're doing Halloween. Obviously, this won't come out till after that. Did you have any fun Halloween plans back in time when Halloween was happening? Ah, oh, dude, we t- uh, did we talk about it on on your conspiracy break room where I I rent, used to go around as Hunchback Bob. Oh no, I was more talking about since like this isn't going to air until after Halloween. But if you have some fun uh, old Halloween stories, then. Feel free to share. Well, your listeners already heard it. Yeah. Okay. No, I was more talking about like, are you doing anything today? But since today's going to be in the future for us, we're going to be hearing this in the future. But for them, the future is the past to the people hearing this. It's a time travel thing. I I did release an episode today for Halloween. Uh, I I named it Deliverance. um, And it was with Dale, who I met through your uh, round table that you do monthly and you had him on and it it was kind of neat because we we got to touch on on certain things and i think i opened or cracked some doors that that he didn't necessarily see you know i came i came from like a a, a different perspective than you know you in certain areas and he was just like oh i never thought of that i'm gonna have to go back and look at that and and reevaluate it so it was it was it was good had like i said had some really weird technical issues with zoom while we were doing it had a lot of a lot of pausing and a lot of coming back and this and that but that was happening with me in uh, colorado dank today dude it was weird crazy hey halloween the uh, whole month of october is weird betting's been very strange in this month like weird luck Sometimes like shit that I'm not expecting to hit just hits and some just doesn't, even though I'm knowing it's going to hit. So uh, I can't wait for this month to be over. I, I, unlike a lot of people, I do not like Halloween. I used to like it a lot. Now I think it's gay, but, um, huh? Really? Yeah, it's stupid. It, it's a fucking, it's dumb. It's, I, I, I don't like it anymore. I used to, um, I, I still like my scary movies, but yeah. Yeah, I could, I could give a shit about the, decorations and stuff yeah we don't really we don't really deck like we'll put out well we meaning my wife she'll put out some you know some mums and maybe some uncarved pumpkins at at the most you know what i mean to me now like like you say halloween is about watching some scary movies or watching a freaky 
documentary on on a f- weird thing that could have been true you know what i mean yeah and you know just getting getting down like that like i'm not going out i'm not dressing up i'm not going out for candy i'm not going to the bars and these halloween type thing no i'm done with it give me my scary movies cool now my wife she's the she is the queen for watching a b and c scary movies all year round so hey has she seen rubber the movie called rubber it's about a, a killer tire rubber i'll have to ask her it's phenomenal though it has it it's actually dude it's actually really good it's funny but it's good it's like a good uh version of it yeah it's just called rubber and you won't forget that because it sounds like a tire rubber i'll probably actually put this out today dude i'll probably wait for this to convert and then i'll just put it out today because we're talking a little halloween it's kind of a bonus episode we just kind of threw it together i think it's a it's a nice addition for people um what was i gonna say Oh yeah, dude, we carved some pumpkins the other day. Mm-hmm. It fucking sucked. I used to love doing it. I do not like carving pumpkins now. I I really half-assed it. Really phoned it in on my carving. Um it's not fun. None of it's fun for me anymore. I'd rather I can't wait for Christmas and Thanksgiving. Is it too messy? It's just not fun. I mean, you got you, you you scrape out so much fucking shit. Um yeah. you know, you you scrape the stuff out. You know, we are using exacto knives um you know i don't know it's it, did you carve pumpkins no we 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 haven't carved pumpkins since the kids quit you know what i mean um that's so not fun for you either <laughs> no but i do i do miss uh roasting the the pumpkin seeds and eating them that's what i wanted to do but i've just been buying the uh the the david's pumpkin seeds they're pretty good but yeah no man I will tell you and your listeners and mine, it started out with turnips, not pumpkins, with Stingy Jack. There was an old fairy tale type type thing where this guy uh, tricked, the, tricked the devil a couple times. And then he couldn't get into heaven and he couldn't get into hell because the he was too bad to get into heaven. And, and the devil made a promise that he'd never take his soul. So he gave him a burning ember of hellfire and he had to carry that around in a in, in a turnip which now turned into uh a jack-o'-lantern so very interesting little yeah little a uh a turnip would be hard to carve for mm-hmm. sure It'd be like carving a carrot yeah, but you know hey no fun stuff though and i appreciate you doing the episode here this was cool kind of impromptu like we said we both just kind of read through that thing wanted to share our thoughts and uh so I hope that your audience enjoys it. If you share the episode, I hope my audience enjoys it as well. Hopefully everyone has a safe Halloween. And I say good fucking riddance to October. Fuck October. It's a weird month. I don't like it. Weird shit happened all month. Uh Ready for the better times of the year. Christmas is the best time of the year. Best holiday. Even though I don't really celebrate it. I bet you guys do Christmas decorations. Oh, yeah yeah she can't she can't not so yeah everyone does christmas decorations only weirdos do hardcore holiday uh halloween decorations i will say uh a lot a lot of weird shit there but you know what there's some nice people i know julia likes halloween now that i'm saying this i know julia likes halloween she seems pretty level-headed uh but there's a lot of satanists and shit out there that really get the rocks off during uh during halloween I'm always down for for a great haunted house. 
Oh, me too. Me Those too. But fun. see, this yeah. is the thing. We had this thing out here called Old Tucson. Uh, you know, they filmed Tombstone out out there. The movie with uh, Val Kilmer and shit. It's Greatest a dope. It's a pretty good movie. And they do fucking awesome spot to walk around. They do a Christmas thing and they do a Halloween thing. The Halloween thing is always traditionally more fun. But now that I'm an adult, I like walking around out there during the Christmas thing because it's just happy. It's cool. You can get drunk and walk around during this old Western town that's all set up like Christmas. The uh, haunted houses have gone downhill big time. Not very scary anymore. Um, You know, it's hard to get a good scare any these days. You know, when you got Joe Biden as president, there's nothing that's really that scary that you can't just see in everyday shit. So, you know. Scares are hard to come by. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. So, you know, it is what it is. But no, I appreciate this again. Last minute episode, fun stuff. Anything you want my audience to know that you didn't tell them already? Uh, I do have one other podcast, uh, Bizarre Encounters. Uh, You can go check that out wherever you get a a podcast. We talk about all sorts of different encounters, whether it's cryptid, aliens, ghosts, whatever. Um, So, you know, hey, we're getting up and running. We're getting some decent following. It's fun to do. Uh, it it entertains my cryptid side that I try and I I bring to my podcast, but I don't want to make it the focus because I, I easily could because everybody knows. Well, maybe maybe not everybody, but I have a big fondness for for the big hairy guy. You know, uh, I'm a bigfoot believer, and uh, the Mogion monster. I think you need to go up to the Mogion rim and. And camp out and see if you you and Kim could uh, meet the big old beast up there. Hey, man, I like I really do like the idea of Bigfoot. I just don't necessarily think he's real, but I love Bigfoot. I, I always have. I have Bigfoot shit. I'm painting a Bigfoot to give away. I'm going to do a, a giveaway at the probably hopefully like in the middle of the month. But yeah, no, Bigfoot's cool, dude. He represents conspiracies like more than aliens do at this point, I think. So he's yeah. cool. But uh, yeah, as far as is he real? I don't know. If there's a trans uh, trans dimensional ape running around out in the desert or the woods, I don't know. But uh, wouldn't surprise me. So yeah, check out Bizarre Encounters. Shane's a good guy too. I like Shane. Uh, goofy, goofy little guy, but fun. I like him. So everyone, thank you so much. Uh, check out both of our works and please send in voice messages for our news show. I've got a couple this week. Want to keep them going. Uh, this will be out on Halloween on my feed and, you know, put it out whenever you want, Ghost. I'll probably Fun put shit. it out next week. Okay, yeah, do whatever you want. Maybe put it out on your Patreon, too, you know? Just get it out there, oh, dude. Fucking always. Have a little fun. This seems, this screams to me bonus fun content episode, so I'm I'm doing it. But, uh, yeah, man. Love doing episodes with you, brother. Yeah, man, I could do one every day with you, dude. But yeah. uh, once you, once you get, once you get to the point where you are off, don't have to be uh, working anymore. We can do more episodes for sure. But until next time, guys, make sure that you listen to my third eye podcast. Make sure that you check out the subsections of the show, whether it be talk at the tavern or conspiracy underground news team. And then also, of course, bizarre encounters, fun stuff, guys, busy, having a good time podcasting. And we had a good time here today. So happy Halloween, you satanic fucks and uh, everyone else just, uh, Take care of yourselves and stay safe out there. Burning ember of hellfire, and he had to carry that around in a in, in a turnip, which now turned into 
uh, a jack-o'-lantern. So very interesting. Little yeah, a uh, a turnip would be hard to carve, for sure. It'd be like carving a carrot. Yeah. But, you know, hey, no fun stuff though, and I appreciate you doing the episode here. This was cool, kind of impromptu, like we said. We both just kind of read through that thing, and wanted to share our thoughts, and uh, so I hope that your audience enjoys it. If you share the episode, I hope my audience enjoys it as well. Hopefully, everyone has a safe Halloween. And I say good fucking riddance to October. Fuck October. It's a weird month. I don't like it. Weird shit happened all month. Uh, Ready for the better times of the year. Christmas is the best time of the year. Best holiday. Even though I don't really celebrate it. I bet you guys do Christmas decorations. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She can't not. So. Yeah. Everyone does Christmas decorations. Only weirdos do hardcore holiday uh, Halloween decorations, I will say. Uh, a lot of, lot of weird shit. There. But you know what? There's some nice people. I know Julia likes Halloween, now that I'm saying this. I know Julia likes Halloween. She seems pretty level-headed. Uh, yes. But there, there's a lot of Satanists and shit out there that really get the rocks off during uh, totally. during I'm Halloween. Down. I'm always down for for a great haunted house. Oh, me too. Me Those too. But fun. See, this mm-hmm. is the thing. We had this thing out here called Old Tucson. Uh, you know, they filmed Tombstone out, out there. The movie with uh, Val Kilmer and shit. It's Greatest a dope. Ever. It's a pretty good movie. And they do a fucking awesome spot to walk around. They do a Christmas thing and they do a Halloween thing. The Halloween thing is always traditionally more fun. But now that I'm an adult, I like walking around out there during the Christmas thing because it's just happy. It's cool. You can get drunk and walk around during this old Western town that's all set up like Christmas. The uh, haunted houses have gone downhill big time. Not very scary anymore. Um, you know, it's hard to get a good scare any these days. You know, when you got Joe Biden as president, there's nothing that's really that scary that you can't just see in everyday shit. So, you know. Scares are hard to come by. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. So, you know, it is what it is. But no, I appreciate this again. Last minute episode. Fun stuff. Anything you want my audience to know that you didn't tell them already? Uh, I do have one other podcast, uh, Bizarre Encounters. Uh, You can go check that out wherever you get a, uh, uh, a podcast. We talk about all sorts of different encounters, whether it's cryptid, aliens, ghosts, whatever. Um, So, you know, hey, we're getting up and running. We're getting some decent following. It's fun to do. Uh, it it entertains my cryptid side that I try and I I bring to my podcast, but I don't want to make it the focus because I I easily could because everybody knows. Or maybe maybe not everybody, but I have a big fondness for for the big hairy guy. You know, uh, I'm a Bigfoot believer, and uh, the Mogion monster. I think you need to go up to the Mogion rim and. And camp out and see if you you and Kim could uh, meet the big old beast up there. Hey, man, I like I really do like the idea of Bigfoot. I just don't necessarily think he's real, but I love Bigfoot. I, I always have. I have Bigfoot shit. I'm painting a Bigfoot to give away. I'm going to do a, a giveaway at the probably hopefully like in the middle of the month. But yeah, no, Bigfoot's cool, dude. He represents conspiracies like more than aliens do at this point, I think. So he's yeah. cool. But uh, yeah, as far as is he real, I don't know. If there's a trans uh, transdimensional ape running around out in the desert or the woods, I don't know. But uh, wouldn't surprise me. So yeah, check out Bizarre Encounters. Shane's a good guy, too. I like Shane. 
Uh, goofy, goofy little guy, but fun. I like him. So everyone, thank you so much. Uh, check out both of our works and please send in voice messages for our news show. I've got a couple this week. Want to keep them going. Uh, this will be out on Halloween on my feed and, you know, put it out whenever you want, ghost. I'll probably put it out next week. Okay. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Maybe put it out on your Patreon too. You know, just get it out there, dude. Fucking. Have a little fun. This seems this screams to me bonus fun content episode. So I'm I'm doing it. But uh love, yeah, man. Love doing episodes with you, brother. Yeah, man. I could do one every day with you, dude. But yeah. uh once you once you get once you get to the point where you are off, don't have to be uh working anymore. We can do more episodes for sure. But until next time, guys, make sure that you listen to my third eye podcast. Make sure that you check out the subsections of the show, whether it be talk at the tavern or conspiracy underground news team and then also of course bizarre encounters fun stuff guys busy having a good time podcasting and we had a good time here today so happy halloween you satanic fucks and uh everyone else just uh take care of yourselves and stay safe out there